Welcome to The Honest Uproar, a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. I'm Isabel, your host and founder and firebrand of The Uprising Spark, a digital platform that offers life coaching products and services for modern, independent, child-free women. Our aim is to build a strong female community and to connect empowered women around the globe. Tanya, happy International Child Free Day. Hey, happy International Child Free back Day back to you. Thank you. And Firecrackers, happy International Child Free Day to all of you today. I have Tanya with me. Tanya Williams from all the way from Australia. And we're doing this special episode today because we want to talk about, there's a lot of child free people who don't know that there is an International Child Free Day. That's right. There isn't. I never used to myself a few years ago. So it's, I mean, the more we spread the word, hopefully the more of us we can get involved in the celebration. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the origins of where this day came from. Let's just start with that. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually been around since the early 70s. Um, So it was actually started by the National Organization of Non-Parents back then. And it was a day to celebrate, you know, people who had chosen voluntarily not to have children. Um, So I don't know how big it got back then or how many sort of people they had sort of involved in those celebrations, but it actually goes back, you know, like quite a while. Yeah. And what I find really interesting about the National Organization for Non Parents is that one of the founders was Alan Peck. And if you guys don't know who she is, she was this really badass feminist. Uh, she was an activist, a child free activist. And she was a writer. She actually published a book back in the early 70s. This was a little bit before the National Alliance uh, for Non Parents uh, that is called The Baby Trap. And if you haven't heard of this book before, it has been referred as the Child-Free Bible. Have you read it, Tanya? I haven't read it. It has been on my list for some time. I've been too distracted by, you know, some of the newer books like Marsha's book and so forth that have, that have come out. But it is definitely on my list. I've heard so much about it. I've heard so many people refer to it. Um, I know it came up multiple times when I was doing my research as well. So um, I definitely need to uh, grab a copy of this and, and, and have a bit of a read of it because I hear it's, it's really quite amazing. Yeah, I mean, I feel that it's very interesting to see in this book, I have a copy of it, and like to read this perspective of a woman back in the 70s, this was written at the end of the 60s, so, you know, this was the whole feminist revolution, and, you know, this just burn on our bras, and I think actually Marsha was part of that, she, she knew Ellen Peck. Oh, um, she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did tell me she was burning her bras back in the 60s. So, uh, and, then, uh, and, then and then this book comes out, um, and it just completely revolutionized this thinking that every single woman, yeah, they had to become mothers, basically. I mean, I don't think it revolutionized it as much as it, it wasn't, I don't think it was the first time it was mentioned, but it was one of the earliest published books about it. Well, it would have been groundbreaking. You think about the time that, you know, what, what things were like, you know, in the 60s and 70s, women really didn't have a choice. Most of the time it was just like, well, this is what you did. You did this and you did this and you followed this sort of script on life. Um, so for her to write something, I can imagine it would have been extremely controversial. I can imagine she would have got a huge amount of backlash um, from, you know, traditionalists and, and so forth, because, you know, it was all about, you know, having this pronate, um, you know, we live in a pronatal society. So it would have been, um, I couldn't even imagine the difference 
authoring a book back then to what it's like now. Like it's just, it would have just been chalk and cheese. And she, I mean, yeah, I just, it was a very, very brave thing for her to do that, I think. Yeah. And also to form that organization as well, just to like get all these people who had this thing thought about, you know, child-free, being child-free and like not wanting to have children and like just knowing that it was an optional thing, that you have the choice, which there's a lot of people out there who don't know they have the choice as well, which completely, it's, for me, it's, it's just mind-blowing. And, yeah. and so doing that, um, and, and this was, I think this generation was the baby boomers, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a lot of them out there. There's a big generation. They're trying to repopulate uh, <laughs> the country after the devastation of World War II. And it was just a whole different era. It is a little bit hard to picture what it was back then. Um, what do you think about our pa- Well, it's our parents' generation. And I like probably know like one or two people in that whole generation that don't have children. And I actually think most of those were from circumstance. So they're childless, not child free, but like, it was just what you did. Like you were expected. And again, I think the, the, the C word choice um, comes into that, like in such a profound way because they didn't realize that they could actually make a choice because they were told that, well, you met a man, you got married, you had kids and you live happily ever after. And that was the script, yeah. you know, that they were supposed to follow. So to have this notion of, oh my God, you mean I can actually choose to have that? I can choose to have a child? Like, what do you mean? Uh, it would have just been so foreign to so many of these women, the way that they were taught, the way they're educated, the way they write, like everything in their life is centered around childhood back then. I mean, these days things are, you know, a bit different, even though obviously that still happens way too much. And, and we're trying to change that and t- tell people that have a choice. But back then this was just such a, a, a new concept of, Oh my God, I have a choice. Like it's just, it is, it is really mind blowing to, to imagine the, you know, someone all of a sudden realizing that they have this choice yeah. um, and never, th- never knowing or thinking that before, like that's just crazy to me. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, but I don't, I think uh, from what I've read that, you know, they, they chose August 1st as non-parents day. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there was a period of time where maybe it wasn't like, celebrated or not many people knew about it because it was only back in 2013 or this is seven years ago that Laura Carroll she's also an internationally known child-free author spearheaded bringing it back August 1st of each year as International Child-Free Day to celebrate and foster the acceptance of child-free choice in today's society. And look, and I mean, Laura has been and certainly is to this day so instrumental in keeping these conversations alive through everything that she's writing about with her books and her blogs and, and so forth. And I think she was sort of like a, I wouldn't say the next generation, but um, certainly someone who could continue to, to, to raise, to, well, to, I suppose, to fly the fag and keep the conversation front and centre. Um, I certainly, you know, she was one person that came across in all my research and and things I was looking at that it was just, you know, she was writing all these amazing stories and provoking thought um, and provoking conversations, which I think is a really important part of this whole process. Absolutely. And I read The Baby Matrix, Laura's book, one of Laura's books. And I think there's just, it's so much richness in terms of the amount of information that you get and I think everyone should read this book. 
even if they're thinking about having children, definitely. It's a great, it's a great read. Yeah. And I think that was the, the, you know, it was about trying to open people's eyes to, you know, this is what, um, you know, a, a life can look like. Um, and, and, and not being afraid to not have those hard conversations. Like she sort of you know, hit it head on, you know? Yeah. Ah, I, yeah. I completely agree. So what does it mean to you today? I think it's really important that all of us who are child-free are actually recognised um, in society for our choice. I mean, you know, I think for, for way too long, there's been way too much judgment and criticism around a choice that actually impacts no one else but ourselves. So that's one thing that I can never understand is how upset other people can get about a choice that I make with my life that has no bearing on them whatsoever, has no impact on them whatsoever. So I think these, you know, having, having a day like International Child Free Day is one, a recognition of, hey, there are plenty of people out in the world um, who are also like you and are child free and have chosen, you know, to have this life. Um, and that we are happy and that we are fulfilled and we are not empty shells and we are not selfish and we are not, you know, all these things that we're portrayed out to be. We, were, we are just normal men and women who have just chosen not to have children. It shouldn't be this great divide. It should, we shouldn't be treated any differently or judged or criticised for a choice that's, that's right for us. And I think in actual fact, most of the people that do that are just totally jealous of our fabulous lives. <laughs> <laughs> So much freedom and we can do exactly what we want when we want um you know and i, I and you know and one of the things that i have been very vocal about um from day one with the book and on everything that i'm doing is around exactly what, what we're talking about before the c word choice it's about doing what's right for you you should be able to make your own rules and do what's right for your life and no one should be able to tell you what that should be not your partner not your parents not your friends not society um, this is a, a decision that only you can make for you um, and it's not fair for other people to put pressure or expectation around that going, well, it would make, you know, your, your parents happy to have grandkids or, you know, your partner was, well, I really want kids and well, that one should, should have been a conversation you should have before you got married anyway. But um, I just think it's, it's important that we have conversation around this and I think having International Child Free Day sort of really brings it to the forefront um, and makes it more well-known where people go, oh, you know, I've had people say to me even last year, I've never heard of this day before. What is it about? I didn't, And I didn't realise that there was more people out there like me. I thought I was really alone because where I live, you know, it's very traditional and you're not allowed to have, you know, you're not supposed to have a choice around this and so forth. So the more we can get into, in particular, those countries where, they are very traditional. They are very male dominated societies and say to these women, you actually have a choice yeah. to have children or not and to help educate these women. I just think that's so, so important. Um, and if they choose to have them, fantastic. That's, you know, up to you, but I don't think it should be a situation where they're forced into being um, parents or mums when they don't want to be. So you know, I think that's why having these sorts of days is so, so important. It's just about getting that conversation and changing the dialogue in society. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. I think this conversation needs to be normalized. This choice needs to be normalized. There is a lot of backlash still from people who, I don't know why they don't understand that this is a choice. Like there's some, it's like we're actually insulting them in a way for not yeah. 
you know, I don't yeah, understand. Like having that conversation a lot of time as well. They're like, oh, hang on, I'm, I'm not talking about this. Like, this is just, it, it certainly puts, they're outside of their comfort zone to talk talk to someone. I've had situations where I've been at networking events and you mentioned that, you you know, oh, no, I don't have children. And I've had people like look at me and then sort of pretty much walk away going, well, what am I going to talk to you about? Yeah. It's just like, that's pretty sad <laughs> if you have nothing else to talk about about your children. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is absolutely true. That happens, and there are still people to this day who are not comfortable with the conversation, which is why having the conversation is so important. Yeah, I think it's really important also to, like you mentioned, to also, you know, for other telfer people, for all telfer people, to know that there's a lot of us out there because it is true. And this is something that I hear all the time from my clients and from people who follow me on social media is, oh my God, thank you so much for putting this out there. I thought I was the only person in the world who didn't want to have kids. And I always tell them, no, there's a lot of us. There's really millions, literally millions of us out there. And it's a really cool thing to have this day, one day in a year that we can say, we're celebrating our choice. Uh, Here we are. This is our community, our global community. And we're going to just, you know, continue our, our life knowing this truth about ourselves and living uh, unapologetically child-free. Yeah. I mean, there's Mother's Day. There's Father's Day. Like, there's, there's all these other days that celebrate their life choice. Why can't we have a day to celebrate our, our life choice? And I just think it's, it's fabulous that, that, um, that Laura sort of reinvigorated this day and is, and is, and is helping all of us now you know, continue to, to hold that torch and carry that flag and say, hey, you know, like, let's just, the more of us that have this conversation, the more of us that are talking about it, I just think that's a, that's a great thing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, Tanya, you wrote a book about your child-free choice. Yes, called A, a Child-Free Happily Ever After. Um, geez, it's been a couple of years since it's been out now, so it was a number one bestseller on Amazon. Um, and it was just, I mean, for me, it was so exciting to be able to voice something um, and, and share stories of myself and other women um, around the choices that they've made in life. So, you know, like, as, as I mentioned before, everything I do is around the C word, so it's choice. So I really wanted it to be a, a, um, a, a you know, a full circle conversation. So it's, you know, me sharing my story, other child-free women sharing their stories, um, sharing their stories, women who couldn't have children, um, so women who are childless um, have shared their stories, happy mums, so mums who absolutely love being mums and are very fulfilled and happy, but also mums that have regretted their decision as well. So I wanted to look at all different sides of this topic um, because there is no one normal um, for anyone who's child-free or that has or, or that has children. Like we are all different. We're all making different choices. We all have different circumstances and we all have different things that we want in life that keep us happy and fulfilled. So for me, it was really important to, to show that and say, hey, we are all different, but there is no reason why we can't all still be very happy um, in, the, in our lives with the choices that we've, we've made. And I think women in particular are, um, worst enemies when it comes to this conversation, like, you know, even mums against other mums and they judge them about, Oh, you didn't have a natural birth. And you know, you had a cesarean or you didn't bottle feed or you didn't, you know, didn't breastfeed. And, you know, all these types of conversations, it's like, 
oh my God, like why can't women make a choice for themselves? Why do you have to be judged for absolutely everything they do? Let alone then you go mums versus non-mums and it's just like, oh my God, why do you think you're superior because you've had a child? Um, so it's, you know, for me, I think it was just really important to open up these conversations. And, you know, I had friends who have got children who read the book and went, oh my God, I never thought about it some of this before and I think and I'm now going to be more mindful of the conversations that I'm having with my children um, and I know one of my friends in particular her daughter says oh mummy when I have kids and she said hang on if you have children like if you do that's fine if you don't that's fine um, but you, you might not have you know children so she's very mindful of the conversations that she's having now just because she'd read the book and went this has just opened up my eyes a little bit about how we're teaching our kids so I think that's, um, for me, you know, when I get someone that reaches out and says to me, oh, I loved your book, it changed my, um, it really changed my life. I don't feel alone anymore. Um, it's great to hear that there are other people like, it just, I actually get near tears and my husband's like, what are you crying for? And it's like, oh, <laughs> I wrote it. Like to hear that I'm actually impacting someone's life in a positive way through a story or through multiple stories that I'm sharing just, just totally fills, fills up my my, um, you know, warm and fuzzy cup. I just think it's, it's, it's great that, you know, it can have a positive impact on people's lives. Oh, definitely. Sharing stories is, I think storytelling in general, uh, it's one of the best ways to open up conversations and to also open up people's minds because not everyone has made the same choices, not only in regards to motherhood, but in any other, I mean, so many different things that there is to choose about in this life. That's why it's so fucking amazing. And I think it's really cool to meet other people and talk to them. And then putting that in your book, I think is absolutely brilliant. And also having parents read it, absolutely brilliant. And so Firecrackers for today, Tanya is actually giving away one copy of her book. Yes. Um, Yeah. Love to to give away a copy to someone who hasn't read it yet um, or knows someone who might want to read it. Um, Yeah. A child free, happily ever after. How are we going to do this? Well, I think, the best way to go around this is uh, guys, please go over to either child, uh, child Tanya. So it's childfree underscore Tanya in Instagram or the honest supper in Instagram. We're both going to leave a post with this giveaway for today, international child free day and just comment, comment on what it is that you feel it's important about celebrating this day. And then we'll randomly choose somebody to get a copy of Tanya's book. Yay. Yay. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's fantastic that you've, um, that you're helping to bring this conversation to light every day through the podcast that you're doing and that you're sharing and the conversations that you're having with your online community as well. As I said, I think the more of us that are doing this, I wholeheartedly support it. I just think it's fabulous. Um, You know, it's just, I think the more we're vocal about our choice, um, and the more we have these conversations with other men and women around the world, I just, yeah, I just think it's so important. So good luck and, and congratulations for everything that you've done, because I think that's amazing. Thank you, Tanya. Same to you. And for you, Firecrackers, I'm going to leave you guys our handles in the description of this episode in case you are like super, super lazy and just want to click on something. And do make sure you send us comments or, you know, comment on, like I said, on this post and you can, you can get a free copy of Tanya's book. And it's still, I mean, it's very interesting to hear all of you guys 
perspectives about this. So thanks again, Tanya, for being here with me today. It's been a pleasure having you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Honest Uproar, a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. We hope you tune in next week for our newest episode. And since we love hanging out with you, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Honest Uproar and visit our website at thehonestuproar.com. If you like what you heard, feel free to share with your fierce, child-free firecracker friends. Until next time, continue fueling your inner fire. <laughs>